Welcome everybody to the BoomTube Podcast. I am Ryan here with Nate. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Oh, doing pretty good. Uh, it's hot still. It oh sucks. my gosh, that heat index. Yes. Uh, right now, yeah, it's like record highs like everywhere. You're supposed to stay inside. And it thunderstormed this morning, so it, yeah. the humidity is nuts. I have a cookout to go to tomorrow, and I'm afraid of the mosquitoes after all that rain, all oh, this heat, yeah. but the heat has just been awful. I do have some fans going in the background. It shouldn't be an interference. But I'm a fan. If you, <laughs> and I hope you're a fan, too. We got some fans here in the here in the studio right now, and by studio, I mean my house. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's really hot out in uh, the southwest. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> So today, uh, I, I would like to think I don't want to date the videos too much, but when you're dealing with news and things like that, they're already kind of dated, so yeah. I can reveal that the, we're recording this on the 20th of July, which is mm. the reported date that people want to meet and storm Area 51. Area 51! That was, I mean, obviously it's a joke, but scheduled for early morning of today. Yeah. So, I haven't seen any news of it. I, I, I bet at least some people have I've shown up. I've seen no news. I'm sure some idiots actually... Yeah, up. I'm sure the hotels there and the the touristy places are getting a lot of biz. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet there's some people who have gone because I know that if I would go, I would go at an intelligently safe look space. You yeah. know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like I want to go, but like, I know that logically I'm not going to pass that cactus. Admire it at a distance. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to get far, like close enough that with my camera I can zoom in and photograph the sign yeah. that says like, like "We'll I shoot you." Yeah. We will shoot you. We will yeah. shoot you. But uh, yeah, today is when a lot of people were claiming that they would meet up to go to Area 51. Again, a total joke. Even the creator has said it's a joke. Well, it's yeah, very he, obvious. He interviewed saying he was terrified because he started but this as a stupid joke. Just, d- I just hope there's enough dumb people that go. <laughs> well, nothing else, the memes that came from this were... The mold. Yes. I, one of my favorite was it showed an alien with like a phone and sunglasses and it said the alien waiting for you to text I'm outside. <laughs> uh, but that's supposed to be today. I, I gotta tell you, man, even if you're a person who doesn't believe in aliens and all that crazy stuff, Area 51 has to intrigue you. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Just the secrecy of it. Yes. Yeah. And I can understand the military saying, do not go here yeah. because it's a live test area. They drop bombs and crap all yeah. the time. I mean, they do live aerial shootings and stuff, so they're legit saying you come into this desert, there's a good chance you're going to get hit with something. Right. Well, and then just, yeah, nation nation secrets. And my National whole secrets. thing has always been, I'm not so, so sure that they have aliens or any of that crap, but what if Area 51 is just simply a military experimental base and they're, it's their own aircrafts? Well, yeah, and that's that's kind of the common thing if you're not to believe that they're storing aliens because that's that is it is proven that that's where they developed the stealth exactly. bomber. Uh, a few others that you know I don't know off the off the top of my Some head. Crazy weird looking UFO things right. that come out of there. They really right. things are aliens. What if that's just new U.S. tech? However, if we were to have say alien wreckage or something of that nature. It would be in a place where it would be so secretive, where they would straight up have to be like, "We will shoot you if you come here." It's that secret. Well, yeah, totally. And and I think that's I think that's what appeals to everybody because no matter where you stand on that issue, it's ultimately a place that none of us can ever go. Yeah. If you work there, it's my understanding that like I mean, you're not your wife probably doesn't know. You can't leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah, it might be one of those things where they live on it's site. Like a man maybe. in black type of thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe there's a hidden city. You there don't or exist something. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I uh, I gotta admit though that that stuff has always intrigued me, even as a kid. Oh yeah. So I remember in grade school, my uh, school had this big library, and I was always into that weird stuff. So I would uh, check out books on UFOs, Bigfoot, Loch Ness. Because, uh, you know, I was a super cool kid, obviously. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I would rent these books, and I would rent them so much because I was so obsessed with this. Again, before this is before the internet, too. Mm-hmm. So I would always look into this. Yeah, and those it, little drawers with all the cards. Yeah, the little drawers and the cards. You'd open up a book, and there'd be a checklist, and you'd see the students' initials uh-huh, who checked it the out. stamps. Well, I would get the UFO and Bigfoot and Loch Ness books, and there'd be R-E oh, yeah. like five times. <laughs> like, my initials just throughout They it. should just give you the book. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. Like, yeah, I clearly enjoy this book. Um, but uh, that was supposed to be today. You know, we'll see if any news comes out of it in the next couple of days. But that's obviously just an interesting thing that I think everyone's at least heard of. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Um, but we might have a little bit of a jumbo episode here because there's a lot of stuff coming out. This is obviously Comic-Con. Uh, Comic-Con week. Yep, Comic-Con in San Diego. Uh, a lot of movie news, TV news, a uh, lot of good stuff. So without further ado, we are actually going to just dive right into this guy. With a boom. So yeah, without further ado, we are going to get this thing rolling. Uh, I'd like to first take us to the TV universe. How do you feel? TV boom. Hang on. TV universe. Uh, Got some stuff coming out this week. Rick and Morty news. Yes. Finally. Finally. Season four. Oh my gosh. So uh, they have been slowly but steadily releasing little teaser clips, and uh, just today they have released a clip. It was, uh, I think, a minute 30 in the middle of an episode. Uh, Just to give you a taste, a little taste, it's so good. Of what, Gloopy? What was his name? I believe it was Gloopy. Gloopy, Gloopy, something weird. Something like that. Their names are always crazy. Yeah. Uh, they released a clip, and uh, it's got got some new scenes in there from the new episode. It's definitely, it's enough to make me happy now, yeah. but I'm dying for it. Which I gotta say, good on Adult Swim for allowing that much of a break if they truly needed it. Because I know a lot of companies that would be like, if you're not going to do this, we're going to cancel. This has to happen. And the, right. the product suffers for that. They want them to crank it out. Yes. Yeah. It's like, you're going to do this by this time, and then it never is as good as it should be. No, I agree. Because these companies, they, they just want results. They want money. They want to pump it out. Yeah. Now, this has been quite a long break. Are we looking at two years? Two and, and a half years? Least. Something like that? It's got to be. It's been a long break for this show. And uh, they have come out. I saw an interview where uh, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon have both said, from now on, they're not going to be as many long breaks as this. Good. Um, but that does make sense. Because Adult Swim ordered, I believe, 70 episodes. 70 episodes. So they have their work cut out for them. Yeah, um, and you said this season was going to be 10 episodes? 10 episodes, yeah. So, so we're only looking at 10 for this new season. If they're sticking with 10 per season, you're looking at 7 more seasons? Yeah. Which yeah. I'm happy with. I'm happy with, I just hope it doesn't go the Simpsons route. Yeah. Where it's like, you feel free to leave. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, which, he, yeah. to be honest with you, it's kind of funny because the writing gets so out there and crazy that there's enough possibilities, but they don't worry themselves too much about names. Like how we were just talking about Gloopy. Like they'll <laughs> somebody be like, hey, my name's like Schloop-de-doop. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if they have a solid story, they could carry it. What was the dude, uh, something Groupon? Risotto Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's just such a funny Take name. Take two random words and... My you know. next creative character in a video game will be Risotto Groupon. I mean, I love a good mushroom risotto. <laughs> <laughs> 
season four of Rick and Morty coming out in November. We're getting some teases. Super happy. Uh, super happy about that. Yeah, I know I'll be excited. Got another trailer out for The Witcher. Yes. Now, The Witcher's coming to Netflix. Uh, the Witcher's based on a book series from Poland yep. that has since been uh, transformed into a video game series. Whole video games. Right. Yep. Starring Henry Cavill. Yes, Henry Cavill as Superman. Uh, Yes, as Geralt, the now he's kind of a bounty hunter. Uh, he's a monster hunter. I always called him Geralt. So. Geralt. <laughs> yeah. I wanted that. Once I heard that in the trailer, it's like, oh man, I've been calling him wrong for years. <laughs> <laughs> Geralt, Geralt, like Geralt. Geralt. Yeah, Geralt. yeah. But he plays a, a bounty hunter. He goes after monsters, and uh, it looks pretty cool. It looks cool. It could be New Game of Thrones. I was just gonna say that. Watching yeah. the trailer, I got kind of the vibes of. You know, if that's the kind of scenery and the kind of storytelling, yeah. uh, it can definitely feel a Game of Thrones vibe. And I, again, being a monster bounty hunter, you already have a monster of the week formula. Oh yeah, which I mean, that's a classic formula. It's it cool. works. It's yeah. it's X Files. It's exactly Smallville. Gotham yep. did it. Yep. Yeah. Um, coming to Netflix, so they're going to have a bit more flexibility. Now, I have The Witcher three for PlayStation four. I downloaded it digitally, but I've never really dived into it. Sad to say, I've never played a Witcher game. Yeah. So yeah. we just for the audience to be clear, we've never played the games, we've never read the books, but I'm aware of its reputation. People yeah. love it. Yeah. People like the lore. People like the games. Uh, the trailer looks great. Uh, honestly, I'll, I, again, I have the third one. I'm sure I'll pick it up soon. Yeah, especially with this I will out. play it at some point. Right, I just haven't yet. Right. But the trailer looks great. I love Henry Cavill. Uh, it kind of has that uh, themes and uh, atmosphere, Game of Thrones, and that's definitely a, a vacuum right now in media. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's set in a historically accurate past. Right. And then they throw fantasy into it to kind of like wrap right. it and season it right. And I, I, it looks like it might get parts of just like really dark and yeah. really just nasty. Or that last bit of the trailer where that spider comes up out of the mud yes. and then it, clamp, it pans back to Henry Cavill and he's all like black eyed and the red's coming out of his forehead and right. it's like ooh and, and I don't know if that's from the books or the, the games or what but seeing that so, I'm like okay so I'm down. So he's gonna do something. Yeah. Let's, do, let's <laughs> do Monster of the Week for half the season then he goes evil or whatever yeah. I don't care. Um, I will pick up the game. I will. I will start checking that out. Um, but that trailer looks wicked, man. Mm-hmm. That looks great. Also, got another trailer for the Watchmen. Yeah. So HBO has picked up a series about the Watchmen. Now, this takes place after the events of the comics and the movie. Is that going off of Zack Snyder's movie? Do you know that? I don't know. How, it- but but it is fair to say Zack Snyder was faithful enough. I agree. It'll sink. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people didn't like his interpretation of the Watchmen, and I thought it was pretty close to the comic. I liked it, too, because, well, he took the comic, and he made it a storyboard, which I've said, even as a little kid, I understood. Why do you Why not? would you not take it's a comic as a storyboard? a storyboard? Exactly. Yeah. Now, of course, he changed the alien monster to Dr. Manhattan, which I, I honestly, yes. I do like. I think that's admittedly a better creative choice. Yes. For um, a movie. Yes. For a movie, Yeah. Um, now this one does take place afterwards, and because Zack Snyder was faithful enough, I think it'll bounce off either. But we, I'm sure we will see. Someone will mention probably the alien monster or Doctor Manhattan. Okay, and we'll kind of figure it out. Yeah. Um, but the theme of the whole series seems to be based on secret identities and masks. Yeah. And what's you, the moral implication of wearing a mask? Even the police officers are wearing a mask now. Right, and it, that's such a great moral question. So police officers are wearing masks because, well, the Criminals are attacking our homes now. Yeah. Okay, but then you're wearing a mask and you can just do whatever you want because no one knows who you are. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's 
going protection of you and your loved ones versus just accountability. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, I have to admit, before I saw that trailer, I've wondered why, why, why would you do a post Watchmen Watchmen? I don't understand it. Yeah. And I think what they're doing is, again, I think the whole theme is about secret identities and masks, but they're using the Watchmen universe okay. to carry us through that tale. Yeah. Does that make sense? I get it. Yeah. I like I like that they cast Jeremy Irons as Ozymandias. Yes. That is such a good cast. Oh my gosh, Jeremy Irons. Age. Yeah. I love Jeremy Irons. Uh, I've said in a previous episode, he's one of my favorite Alfreds. He was a scar yeah. in Lion he's King. such a good actor. <laughs> You and I should do a little movie day someday. Maybe this could be a bonus episode. If anybody is interested, uh, just let us know on Twitter, at BoomTubePodcast. Let us know. You can always give us suggestions, give us questions. We interact on Twitter. But if somebody's interested, maybe we can do a Dungeons & Dragons movie where the villain is Jeremy Irons, and his ham is at 11. Dude, it is horrible. That entire movie is at 11. <laughs> it's so bad. If you guys would like to see us review movies, if you'd like us to see uh, break break down uh, video games or trailers and things like that, let us know on Twitter. That's where we interact with you. That's where we want to talk with you. Yeah. At BoomTube Podcast on Twitter. Jeremy Irons, he's in this, and he's uh, Adrian Veidt, Oximandius. He's yeah. the... The villain, essentially, of the original Watchmen storyline, you know, he's kind of the mastermind behind everything. Uh, But the greatness of it is you could kind of argue where his point was, though, you know? It's watching the Zack Snyder movie, it's like, part of you kind of agrees with him. He's not wrong in his thinking. It's just one of those things where he's stepped over a threshold of gray that you can't necessarily agree with. Exactly. It's a great case for the ends justify the means. Yeah. You know? Like you're not wrong, but you've gone too far to get there. Right. And the, the contrast to that is, of course, Rorschach, who's just ultimate black and white. There's right and there's wrong. Yeah. And you can't sway from that. But, oh, it's just so good. It's because so even good. now I want to start talking about and dissecting it. Yeah. Uh, if you've never and seen guess, The Watchmen or read The Watchmen, please do. And I guess the show picks up after... The uh, journalist did read Rorschach's journal, and he published it. I believe, and he published yes. it. Yes, so the world would so know. The world knows that that entire thing was a farce. Which I'm curious, where does that put Oxymandias in this world? Do people yeah. hate him? Do people get it? Do they forget? Yeah, that might be it. Because the people can say that about nowadays. Not to get too like into like the culture of the nation, all that is. People tend to say that we forget things very quickly. Oh, yeah. You're an immediate trigger and you have that emotional reaction right. and then you dip out and Beca- go do something else. What they could have, because they can even do this in the show, Adrian Veidt, he's exposed of uh, faking the whole thing, but then he could turn around and donate a bunch of stuff and then build a bunch of hospitals yeah. and then and all of a do this and do this. The good guy. And then it's five years later and no one really f- remembers yep. it. You know, so yeah. It's very intriguing. I'm more intrigued watching the trailer Infinitely more than I was before I watched it. The teaser trailer didn't really affect me at all. No. This new trailer did. Yeah, the teaser was all visual, yeah. uh, which was good. It still visually looks great. It visually looks great. The, the, the good. cinematography looks awesome, the artistic choices. Um, but uh, this will be on HBO, uh, and uh, I don't know what the release date is at the top of my head, but yeah, I, I know, know I'll definitely be checking out The Watchmen. It's, I know it's sometime this year, so it's yeah. in the next few months. Uh, but speaking of HBO, Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. We've known for a while that they're going to release their own streaming service. Yep. We've known for a while that they wanted to charge $17 for it, which is absolutely insane. That is crazy. Yes. Netflix is $10, I believe. I think it's up to $11. $11. Yeah. Hulu is around $8 right now. Yep. 
So where do you get off with and that? Disney's new one, I think, is only going to be like six. Yeah, it's only six or seven dollars. Yeah. Which I yeah, throw me in. I'm totally sign me that. up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Warner Brothers, they're coming out with their own. And it's like seventeen dollars. Where do they get off with that? They have since announced, and I'm sure most of our listeners have heard by now, that the streaming service will be called HBO Max. Now, it's Warner yeah. Brothers' own streaming service, bundled with everything that they own with HBO. Because Warner Brothers is a Time Warner company. Exactly. And Time Warner owns a crap ton of stuff. Yes, AT&T is even involved, and they're yeah. involved with Dish. Yeah. I believe it's Dish. I think it's um, Dish, yeah. And, uh... So, $17 a month, where are you coming off with this? Now, my wife and I, we've had a subscription to HBO Go for the past six months. We just canceled it recently. We had it for Game of Thrones. Yep. We were paying $15 a month for that. Yep. This includes HBO. So, you're telling me that for $2 more, I'm going to get HBO, uh, all Warner Brothers movies, all New Line movies, DC Comics movies. Yeah, the whole DC streaming service. Getting into TV, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, CW, Turner Classic Movies, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, and Looney Tunes. Ah, Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to leave. So if you're telling me HBO is already 15 a month. $2 $2 more, you're getting everything I just listed. Not going to lie, I would rather cancel like Netflix and Hulu and get that. I kind of agree. That's get rid up. of Netflix and just get this. Because Netflix has slowly, the past couple years, been getting rid of hosting other people's they stuff. Have. And it's all Netflix original content, which isn't necessarily bad. No. But I want a movie service that has just movies on it. But Yeah. Not from one studio. And not going to lie, for Netflix, for me personally, other than Stranger Things and now The Witcher... I don't really have anything tying me to Netflix. There's very few Netflix content that I resonate with. There's so many that I've tried to get into. Their stuff just doesn't land for me. And for some reason, I don't know why, it's like I would much rather just jump to something else. Netflix doesn't really hold any ground for me. I, I get that. You no, know, I will say a big pull for me with Netflix is how they host a bunch of TV shows. So, like right now, my wife and I's uh, go to bed show is that '70s show where we'll binge that. And you know, there's classics on there like Parks and Rec and The Office. But, but other streaming all, exactly, those are all going to get pulled. They're already being pulled. Yeah, you're already having these these streaming services who are every company has to have their own streaming service. And it's unfortunate because we're going to go full circle where then all of a sudden you're going to want a company to pull all these companies together yeah. and then that's cable it's again. Cable. So yeah. it, it's such an unfortunate cycle. It's such a perfect example, in my opinion, of history repeating itself. Rinse, wash, repeat. Yeah, it's a yeah. circle. <laughs> it goes on forever. It goes on forever. Because it's a circle. <laughs> exactly. But uh, just with that announcement, $17, I have sticker shock. Holy crap. But hearing what's in it, especially with HBO, I'm not going to lie, I, I think I'm down. I think I'm down. Honestly, I think I'm going to cancel everything, and I will go with Warner Brothers and Disney. Even with the TV options, because i got to be honest with you, uh, TNT, Cartoon Network and Adult Swim? That right there. Yeah. Uh, now, I have a soft spot for DC Comics and Looney Tunes. Where I was raised, I was raised in uh, central Illinois. I was very close to uh, uh, Six Flags. Oh, Six Flags. Yeah. Yeah. Six yep. Flags is owned by Warner, so you go there and everything is Looney Tunes and DC Comics, and that's so ingrained in me. So yeah. I got to admit, the DC Comics and the Looney Tunes, and he, if, if freaking Red Lobster wanted a streaming service <laughs> that they had DC Comics and Looney Tunes, I'd be like, all right, okay, sign Red me Lobster. up. Sign me up for the garlic biscuit. <laughs> Endless shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. Endless shrimp streaming. Yeah. But I get that too, because before it was Geauga Lake, it was Six Flags. 
yeah. in this area. When I remember going to Six Flags and it was all Looney Tunes and yep. I loved it. Yeah, it, there's something nostalgic about Looney it. Looney Tunes like, are so good. Looney Tunes are great. Um, I mean, they're so awesome. I watched them a lot as a kid. Watching them now as an adult, because I'll have my nephews over, and we'll watch them, and it's hilarious. And I know that like you and I can even sit around oh, with your yeah. daughter in a year or two and oh, watch yeah. Looney Tunes. We'll yep. lose it. She will know Looney Tunes. <laughs> she will know Marvin. And, yep. and, 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 Marvin uh, the Martian. Marvin the Martian. And Where's the earth-shattering kaboom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god, I loved it. Duck season, rabbit season. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, but I that's uh, Warner Brothers streaming service, HBO Max. Not the most creative name. No. But um, it, I think it sums it but up. they put their forefront out there. If you're including HBO, HBO yeah. tack it in there. Yeah. I mean, I so I'm all for it. Um, now, while I'm on this topic here, they've actually announced their first original series. Because every streaming service has to have an original series. Oh, yeah. They've announced that it's a Gremlins prequel series. A prequel, a series. prequel series. Yes, I love Gremlins. Me too. I love the original Gremlins. It's one of my unconventional Christmas movies. Favorite non-Christmas Christmas. Yeah, movies. it's yeah. it's it's a horror movie with comedic elements during Christmas. Yep. But the second movie is straight Looney Tunes. Oh yeah. Just, oh, yeah. The second movie is a straight parody. It's a wackadoodle. If you anybody's know. ever watched that Keen Peel skit about how they made. Gremlins 2. Oh my gosh, yes! It is perfect, because it had to have been that insane. Uh, yes, YouTube Key and Peel Gremlins, because, <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely right, it's a pitch meeting. The second movie is so different that the pitch meeting had to be wild. It had to have been nuts. Yeah, uh, but the I love the Gremlins, I love dark comedies, I love dark movies, yeah, and non-conventional Christmas. The first Christmas. one was dark. The first one's dark, Dude, there's parts that are straight up scary. When that girl gives her story about how... Yeah. Why she doesn't celebrate Christmas? Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's like, yeah, dang this this went from comedy to like super drama, yeah, <laughs> and then back yeah. to comedy. Yeah, it's very dark, but it's comedic, but it's 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 scary. It's just a good movie. It's a good movie. Steven Spielberg, I believe, produced or had something to do with the first of course one. He did yeah? He had. I mean, <laughs> that movie is so great. Uh, but they're making a prequel series, so that immediately chimes. With oh me. yeah, definitely. I love the Gremlins. That's awesome. Until I started reading details. Oh, no. Yeah, so, well, the title, and this isn't the first, like, notch or anything against it, but it's called Gremlins, Secret of the Mogwai. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Okay, that's yeah. a prequel. That's a good, decent title. Yeah. Ten 30-minute episodes, so some solid content. Okay. It's going to be animated. Uh, Strike one. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's probably, I mean, I'm, that's easy to appeal to kids, I'm sure. But the original, I don't know, it went Looney Tunes, so I guess that's kind of the natural Well, I was going to say, the only part of that, because honestly I didn't know it was animated, so the only part of that that kind of saves for me is that DC's best crap right now is Warner Brothers Animation. Oh, their Their animated movies are awesome. Yes, DC Comics animated movies are, they're pretty much Grand Slams. They're awesome. I have. Many, I can maybe name one or two I didn't really care about. Yeah, but most but of them are excellent. Most of them are really good. So if it is true Warner Brothers animation, I'm hoping they'll do it right and they'll do it well. I'm glad you said that because that does give me that turns up my dial a little bit more, my interest and in, in my faith in it. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be animated. It's a prequel, as I said. It's going to be Mr. Wing, who he was the shop owner in the first movie. Okay. It's going to be him as a child in 1920s Shanghai, oh, where okay. he meets Gizmo. Okay, alright, it makes sense. Prequel, you're going to meet Gizmo. Okay. Uh, it's also going to be about them going on adventures, 
fighting monsters from Chinese folklore, oh, and an man. evil industrialist with an army of evil gremlins. They're turning it into a kid show. That's going to be a kid show. Well, yeah, it'll definitely be a kid show. Uh, I just and, and I'm not the target audience for it. That I'm not, the, me not happy. I'm not the target audience for it because there are some kids. My nephews will probably love it. Yeah, um, but I see Gremlins, I get excited, and then I start reading this, Dang and I'm yes. like, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Like like we said, Warner Brothers Animation has done pretty decent on the DC side of things. So maybe this will be half good. It'll, maybe it'll be half decent. I'm glad they're doing it. I'm just sad that it's not going to be a wow for me. Because I, I, I can guarantee you that it's going to be a kid show. Yeah. And that right there is not going to hit me the same as, as the movie. Right. Now, I mean, we do have the perfect excuse. We could just watch it with your daughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll think, We're not watching it. She My daughter's is. seven months old, so yeah. she's any bright colors on the screen, she's all for it. So <laughs> I have an excuse to watch it. We have an but. excuse to watch it, yeah. But that's it for our TV news, so we're actually going to take this thing over the world. Going to the movies. <laughs> Let's hang on. <laughs> and here we are in the movie universe. Never clinch. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like a balloon, you know. <laughs> so we're here in the movie universe, and we got some news coming out. Uh, this is Comic Con weekend, so we have quite a bit to talk about. Yeah, uh, a lot that we definitely have opinions on. First of all, the trailer to It Chapter Two. Whew. Yeah, heart palpitations. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure how they were going to do a second movie that lived up to the first one. Right. But based on the previews, they got a good shot at doing it. The first movie was great. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very well made. It was scary. It was. Without being just straight up gore or anything like that, it really hit elements of true fear. Yes. Uh, One of my favorite scenes, I think it's so creative, like just uh, cinematically, is when Pennywise was on the projector and he crawled out. Yes. Like, that is so creative. That's so cool. And everyone always, I mean, I know it's become meme famous and everyone always makes fun of it, but when he's dancing, when uh, Beverly comes into the end there and he's dancing in front of that uh, thing and the camera is shaking except and only his head's in focus... Everybody always laughs and makes fun of that scene. That scene really hit me because I used to have nightmares, which I can't truly describe, but all I can really say from waking up is everything is shaking. And I wake up and it always terrified me as a kid. And when he was doing that and it's like he's moving but not moving. Right. It hit me and it's like... Oh, that got you. It did, just on a personal level. And it's like, that's it. Uh, there's so many elements in that movie where I could see hitting someone at a personal level of fear. Wow. And I really thought that movie was genius in that cuz I mean it hit every type of scare factor. Well, and that's a good that's an interesting point because you got to figure somewhere in the creative process this thing preys on fear. So it's like, well, let's what, put everything in people's What are types of. of fear? Yeah. Clowns, spiders. And that's where each kid heights. had a completely different thing yeah. that hit them and yeah, that one got me even though most wow. people thought it was stupid and funny. Wow. The chapter for uh trailer for chapter two is out and watching that i was so intense because i loved the first oh. one i watched this one i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty sure my heart skipped a beat or yeah. i was like i'm this kind of dude I, I love scary movies bill skarsgård's monologuing yes when he hit that like super excited like wait i missed you yeah it's like oh the goosebumps hit me so hard on that one it's like yeah yeah the that movie looks crazy intense 
uh, every time where it does that loop of him laughing, where it cuts <laughs> yeah. through the scenes, and then that... Whatever that sound is, the yeah. trailer looks so well made. The first movie, we saw it, I believe, at Redbox, so I didn't see it in theaters. This one I want to see in theaters. I saw it in theaters, and it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Did people scream in the theaters? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, there was a lot of the laughter, which I know... It, group safety. It kind of irritates me, but I know that a lot of people react to fear with laughter. Yeah. So, so I try not to let that get to me. It does get to you though? Well, yeah, because I'm so set in the, set in the tone of this horror movie, and it's like I'm in it and I'm good to go, and then someone off to the right laughs, and it pulls me out of it. Yeah. And it's that's kind of the funny thing about horror movies because yeah, I, th- I feel like they're best watched when you're at home. In the yes. dark, cuddled up. I saw, I saw The Ring in theaters. I did not think it was scary in the least bit. The only part I jumped at was at the very beginning when they opened up the closet. Oh, and yeah. it's a jump scare sound of, and the chick's head fell over. Yep. But I watched it again like two years later at home, and it was so much in scarier. You by yourself, and it's good. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, but, but this one I'm excited enough about. I want to see it in theaters, and I totally know what you're saying, because that'll drive me nuts. I'm super into this movie. And someone's like laughing or joking. But you have around. to recognize that people experience fear differently. That's so. true. That's true. Watching this trailer, I don't know the names of the kids enough offhand, but yeah, the yeah. casting is so it good. It is perfect. Like half the cast looks like they legitimately did grow up into. If their they have an uh, if they have an Oscar for casting, that yeah. movie should get it. Uh, Finn Wolfhard and Bill Hader. I'm not feeling at all. I like Bill Hader in that role, but like as. Growing up, I don't buy that one as much. Yeah, uh, Jessica Chastain, I can totally see Perfect. that transformation. The one kid, again, I don't remember their names well enough. The little OCD kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. His casting is perfect. His casting is spot on. Yes. Uh, the kid who stays back in Derry, uh, he looks the one, uh, the old Spice guy. They look like they the totally, yeah. <laughs> they totally grew into each other. I saw him, and I even wonder, I was like, "Is that yeah. the old Spice guy?" And I saw Comic Con, uh, a Conan panel, <laughs> and they talked about that. He said that he presented Stephen King with a, a bunch of uh, old Spice like socks. And <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but the trailer for that's coming out. That looks awesome. Yes, uh, really good. I'm sure that's going to be scary, and. I doubt it's going to be terrible because even just from a directing standpoint, I was thinking about the one scene I loved is when the water is coming up and down and then in one flash you see Pennywise standing there. Yeah. Water comes up and down and then all of a sudden he's gone again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That that movie looks awesome. I think it's going to be a win. When his face is up against the smashed glass and it's got that big grin. Well, first the tongue's hanging out. Well, the tongue, yeah. And then the, like, strobe light hits and all of a sudden this is him with this huge teethy grin. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. That should be I'm a good eat one. Your kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. Uh, we also have some news coming from Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted Three. They're filming Bill and Ted Three. Now, disclaimer here or uh, disclosure. Nate and I love Bill and Ted. Yes. I think Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is great. Bogus Journey is, like, in my opinion, kind of <sighs> funnier. Yeah. I love it. Uh, my mantra is be excellent to each other. Be excellent. And it's just, I, I love it. But they're filming uh, the third movie, which a lot of people are like, wow, like enough time has passed. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I know that it's going to have their children in it, 
But I wonder if it's going to focus on them or half and half. Or My fear is that it focuses on the daughters. Maybe a passing of the torch. I, I don't want it to be a passing of the torch. It yeah. should still be Bill and Ted. I agree. If, they're, if the kids are in it, that's cool. And keep that as something to show how much time has gone that they've had kids and lived a full life. Right. But I don't want it to be about the kids. No, I agree, and I, I think a lot of people would be disappointed in that. The only reason I would like the kids to be there is for a plot point. Maybe the kids get lost. They find, yeah, maybe and they, they have to go find them, type of thing, like jump through time. I'd be fine with that. I'd be totally fine with I'd that. I'd be fine with that. Make them a plot point. Because you could jump from them, Bill and Ted, to the kids. Yeah. Of like, where are the kids? And then, where are Bill and Ted? Yeah. And have them bouncing back and forth. That'd be cool. That would be fun. Maybe they're trying to find each other, yeah. you know, jumping around through history. And But the Bill and Ted movie, I'll definitely see it. I'll be excited for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Loved the first one, and I just watched it maybe a month ago. Rewatched it. That's always good. Yeah. But the second one, to me, just sticks to me so much harder. I love the creativeness that they die. They have to compete with death to come back to life. <laughs> yeah. They go through their own personal hells. It's Yeah. It's so creatively, like, awesome. Now, the third one's coming out, and they're actually filming in New Orleans. Uh, I don't know if it's... Yeah, Nolens, yeah. I don't know uh, if it's all in there, if it's just for the residential areas, but I know that they've been in some residential neighborhoods filming lately, probably for Bill and Ted's actual homes. Okay. Now, the neighborhood has been getting light of it. So, people have been putting signs in their yard, specifically for Keanu and for the cast, just kind of saying, hey, and like, we love you and stuff. (laughs) So these people, they put up a sign in their front yard knowing that the studio was probably going to drive by and it said, you're breathtaking, Keanu. You're breathtaking. Keanu pulled over, got out, autographed the sign, took pictures with the family, got back in his car and headed off to where he's, he was He's up there as my like number one. I love Hugh Jackman. I'm sure I've said it multiple times in these podcasts. He's close as a second as my number one celebrity. I think people appreciate that he's a celebrity, but he's obviously grateful of he it. He is he's, so down to earth. He's willing to shine on you a little bit. Yes. You know? I think that's awesome. Yeah. He's, he's not uh, untouchable. Exactly. Yeah. He, he doesn't hold himself higher because he's a celebrity. He's still just a person, and he's accepting of any thanks that you give him in a very generous way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, and that's exactly where a lot of his popularity, I think, has come from, is... I think just more interactions are coming out of, like, he's just a cool he's, guy. He's a cool dude. Now, it helps that John Wick, the John Wick series John is Wick amazing. Is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk, we'll see how that comes out, but they're admittedly just capitalizing. Oh, I mean, yeah. if we're being honest, yeah. Um, but but I, th- I think he's great. What already looked like an amazing game, adding Keanu just makes it that much better. Right, right. It's not diminishing it, yeah, yeah. by any means. Uh, I know that if I saw him at a local shop, I wouldn't feel too intimidated. I'd feel bad because I'm sure he's bugged all the time. Yeah. But I wouldn't feel intimidated to like say something to him. Or I think some celebrities would be like, I don't want to be that. I'm not going to go up to this person. Right, yeah. right. Uh, I just think that's awesome. I'm excited for the movie. But to hear that you know, the neighborhood had word of it, put these signs out, and he stopped over to be like, hey, like that obviously hit a spot it with him. It hit him, yeah. I think that's awesome. That's so cool. There's definitely a phenomenon with Keanu right now. And it came out of nowhere, too. Out of nowhere. Just all of a sudden, he blew up. Like, John Wick... It was like the after effects of John Wick 1. Yeah. Going into 2. Exactly. I think nobody expected John Wick to be anything of what it is. That was a sleeper hit. Yeah. Absolute sleeper hit. Yeah. I love that movie. I went and saw it in theaters. Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not thinking... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, I wasn't... 
I thought it was going to suck, but I've loved him since Speed, and yeah, the whole Bill and Ted thing, and it was one of those things where it's like, Keanu Reeves is an assassin, I can dig that, so I just went and saw it randomly, and it's like, that movie was amazing. Yeah. Second one, I liked, I didn't love, and I've heard, I haven't seen the third, I've heard really good things about the third, but uh, yeah. As he's been on a roller coaster ride ever since. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely, his popularity has risen. His stock is much higher. Yeah, uh, I just thought that was a cool story. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Like, what a cool dude. Also, got some news about there's an upcoming reboot of Mortal Kombat coming out. Mortal Kombat movie, finally, finally. I mean, right? Like, so we're looking at 25 years. Yeah, you want to talk about video games to movies? That's a a whole area that needs to be done right. No, absolutely. The The first real go-ahead at it was uh, Super Mario Brothers, which was so left field, it was barely recognizable. Yeah. But I think I think a lot of people would agree, if you took one movie as the solid best video game movie, it would be the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. And w- even then, it had its flaws. But overall, it's still an entertaining movie, I think... It was cheesy, but it was good. The right kind of cheese. It was the, the right kind of cheese. It was almost like, yeah, a B-level uh, uh, fighting movie. It's like we know this is going to be right. weird, but we're going to embrace that. I know. Uh, I've always loved it. Uh, that's just, again, one that a lot of people have resonated with. The second one, not so much. Uh, but yeah. they're remaking it, and uh, the producers have actually come out and said, right off the bat, this will be rated R. And they plan on including a few classic fatalities from the it game. It should be rated R. Well, that was, yeah. I remember Mortal Kombat even as a kid, rated game. As a kid, I would have been seven or eight at the time, so no real right to be watching a rated yeah. R movie. But I remember thinking, even at that age, why is this movie PG-13? Uh, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so odd. And, uh, yeah, they're coming out with this one. It's going to have classic fatalities. It's going to be rated R, so a lot of people are excited about it. And really, the, the movie industry is in a different place now video games are taken more seriously and i mean we're old guys now and you got kids <laughs> well but i'm saying like you have kids who, that. mortal Kombat has been around for decades it has that it's now at a point where i think two generations have experienced mortal well Kombat. it's had 11 games right any video game series has had 11 games is old right <laughs> that's and this game, I think it's at a different place in the movie industry, a different place in pop culture, that they can definitely uh, really ramp things up. Because if you look at even Game of Thrones, as a, a culturally significant thing as that was, still had its moments of gore and violence that you really weren't used to seeing, even Walking Dead on a tamer yeah. level. Uh, so I think people are more ready and accepting, plus again, the pop culture significance of it. Yeah. Um, he said classic fatalities. The first two I think of is Scorpion's Skull and the Fire, which they did in the first movie. But I also think of Sub-Zero ripping a man's skull, freezing it, With ripping the, the spine, spine attached. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure that'll be in there. Uh, some nasty reptile. I really hope they take a cue from the YouTube series. Do you remember Mortal Kombat Legacy? I do remember that, yeah. yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that series. The, the videos were very not connected. Because each episode kind of focused on one character. So it was just kind of a, a random out there thing of a live action character representation. I liked the darker rated R tone that they took with that for Mortal Kombat. And the stuff came out really good in my opinion. No, I, I agree because I saw some of that. They made it grounded and kind of realistic and gritty. 
And I think that's kind of what's cool is because the cool thing about Mortal Kombat, in my opinion, is I feel like you can't have some characters who are grounded in reality and they're real visceral and gritty and violent, but then you can have the fantastic elements of that bottom line. It's about people going to a realm fighting for Earth's destiny. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You're going to a different dimension. There's gonna it's gonna be completely fantasy, right? So. I think it'll be awesome. Uh, of course, every video game movie that comes out, you hope nothing but the best for it. But, I mean, if they don't go too bonkers or one way or another, I think this has the right formula for success. Yeah, especially, they could totally base a lot of the movie off of the newer games, because the newer game story mode is really well told. Yeah, they're very, you can tell they're well written and they're interweaving and they're a couple hours at length anyway. Exactly. And they go to a lot of Elseworlds, but it's so well told that it's not completely out there that they couldn't put that in a movie and it would work. Well, yeah, there's clearly stories you can tell. Yeah. You can tell interesting, compelling stories that move around, which that's kind of another strong point in Mortal Kombat all the different characters, all the different locations, all the... It's all very unique, you yeah. know? So, I think that'll be cool, and I hope that's kind of a route they go with it. But the uh, cast... The first cast member has been announced. It has... Uh, it's for Sub-Zero, and his name is Joe Taslim. Now, I had to look this guy up, because I didn't know him right at the top of my head. But he is from The Raid. The Raid. And he's yeah. from Fast and Furious, which, again, I haven't oh. seen, but, I mean, this does speak of the caliber of stunt. And I don't know him from Fast and the Furious, but I have seen The Raid, and The Raid is fantastic. Yeah, I've seen uh, some bits and pieces of that. I've never seen that start to finish, but that is a title that immediately resonates to me, yeah. the caliber of what they're looking for, which is awesome, because, obviously, it's a fighting. If you're, if you're looking for a movie that's not so much based on storyline and more for just choreographed fight scenes, the Raid is fantastic. Yeah. The Raid, and I believe there's The Raid 2. The Raid 2. Yeah. It's called something weird. Yeah. Redemption or something like that. But those should be uh, pretty cool. And uh, already, that's a strong start. Oh, casting yeah. somebody from that series. I love when A-list movies do not cast A-list stars. Right. Now, it's funny you say that because literally my next point was going to be, I want the one star to be Johnny Cage. Yes. The one person. Exactly. And even and a lot of people online, they clamor for people like Chris Pratt, which would be decent, I suppose. Chris Pratt would be. But I think it'd be okay. funnier to go with an uh, actor who was huge maybe 10 years ago. Oh, okay. You know, make him a celebrity, but a celebrity is kind of like, uh, it's just Johnny Cage. So who would you cast? So not this person specifically, but like a Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, oh. like <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what I mean, though, is that caliber of like, okay. it's a famous actor, but it's like... Because it brings that vibe oh, of, like, he's man. famous, but, okay. like, he's getting there. That's a Johnny Cage. No, because depending on where they go with this, Johnny Cage could be the focus, or uh, in the later games, of course, him and Sonya have Cassie Cage. So is Cassie Cage going to be the generation they focus on, and Johnny's just the embarrassing comic, rel- comic relief dad? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was going to say... Which, again, could be a great cameo position. It's one of those things where, yeah, you said Chris Pratt... And honestly, I gotta say, he is a great casting, because very few actors can pull off a cockiness and not seem cocky. That makes sense. Cheesy, you know what I cheesy, mean? cocky, kind of, yeah. Because a lot of people can pull off cocky, but you don't like him for it. Chris Pratt, you like him for that character. No, that makes sense. I get where you're coming from with that. And I feel like that was honestly a big miss for me in the original movie, I did not like Johnny Cage in the first movie. What? 
I didn't. What? I thought he was an a-hole. Well, I mean, he is. He is, but he wasn't a likable a-hole. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. I did not enjoy him. Okay. I liked Sonya Blade more because she had kind of a vendetta and a reason to be there to fight. That Veronica Vaughn. That Veronica Vaughn <laughs> is one fine piece of ace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I, that movie's good. That, that'll be one that we could rewatch. Let us know on Twitter if you want us to watch movies, because that'd be a great excuse for us to like get them together, get our thoughts together. We love the tweet. We love the tweet. At BoomTube Podcast. Actually, he loves to tweet. I don't tweet. Oh. Yeah, I'm in charge of that, mostly. But <laughs> <laughs> but tweet, well, tweet BoomTube Podcast, and uh, let us know, uh, because that's something we would love to do if you're interested in seeing that. Yes. Uh, us just talking about movies, giving our opinions of them. Oh, man, but uh, we are going to get going here because it's getting hot in this universe. I can oh, tell you that. Yeah. It's getting very hot, so we have to just go dump in a, <sighs> jump in a pool or something. Yeah. But thank you, every single one of you, for being with us today. Thanks, uh, guys. Love you guys, and we will be seeing you later. Out. Here we go. Let's go home. <laughs>